I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb and Laura. And it's the 128th episode of I Got the Hell Out. And it's a Friday night, and we all know what that means. It means we're drinking. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, our Kool-Aid recipe tonight comes from my two sons. Oh, this could be anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, What's I, it called first? Everybody knows that Cat came back for a visit, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're, he's going to be 22 next month, and Jess is 24. And I guess they spent a night or a day while I was working cleaning their rooms out of their childhood crap. Aww. And and here's me screaming, no, I have to go through that. I have oh, to I'm go sure. through that. I, I, can, I can picture you doing that. So did you ask them for a Kool-Aid recipe? I or did, did it, not. How the hell did it come up? Okay. Now, Kat took everything with him that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And Jess has been working on making his brother's room into like a second living room. So when he has his friends over. Gotcha. Or if he needs to change the pace from his bedroom, something. It's kind of like his little hangout area. Yeah, because I'm not renting gotcha. it out. Gotcha. Kat, he even asked his brother and Kat was like, sure, dude, do whatever you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, he stole my TV from my room. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Jess comes downstairs last night because Kat took all his stuff. And Jesse's up there with the broom and dustpan. And we had to take down the bunk bed that I made my son, okay? Okay. Four by fours, huge ass. It was cool. And there was some other stuff left. So it's all coming out and this and that. And Jesse comes running downstairs the other afternoon with what's in my hand. Packets of Kool-Aid. So apparently my youngest son was hoarding packets of Kool-Aid in his room for whatever reason. Jesse found these in Kat's room. When he was younger, you mean? He was before he left for his dad. Oh my god! And, oh, that is so and, funny. And we all know that things like this last a really freaking long time because Cat left uh, like nine years ago, something nine ten years ago, right? Oh my god! So these have been in his room for ten years. Um, they expired this year in September. Okay, that is one hell of a long expiration date. <laughs> He's been gone for 10 years, okay, is all I can tell you. Now, Jess came running downstairs and was showing me this expired Kool-Aid because my son's on a kick and, like, he throws all the expired food away mm-hmm. and and some of it's not expired. Like, chopped garlic lasts forever in the refrigerator. Okay. Minced garlic. Hellman's mayonnaise will last forever in your refrigerator. Certain things you can keep using. Other things, eh, you want to get rid of it. Okay. Ooh, and mayonnaise is a forever thing? It's not forever, but, like, my God, it doesn't, like, expire the day after on the date, and you're just going to, excuse me, die from it. Anyway. Anyway. 
So, I okay, told, what's the recipe? He said he, that it had to be made into a Kool-Aid recipe for the show. Okay. And I said, you and your brother need to get together and figure it out, right? Here is their Kool-Aid recipe. It's called Apocalyptic Juice. Okay. Okay, good name. You have to get the expired Kool-Aid. <laughs> okay. Um, and you know when sugar or salt is like way too old, it turns into a brick? Yes. Okay, you have to find a brick of sugar and scrape off enough in order to make the Kool-Aid sweeten. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. I did I did throw a five-pound bag of sugar away a few months ago that had turned into a brick. I am not a hoarder. Thank you. Um... Now, here's where it gets tricky because it's the apocalypse. So you need to go upstairs to your toilet and you have to lift the back reservoir off of it from where the water flushes. Don't even tell me that's where you're getting the water from. That, unless you want to open up one of your radiators in your house because the water doesn't run anymore. It's apocalyptic Kool-Aid. Come on. Okay. You're, use, you're not using the toilet water in the bowl. You're using the toilet water that's in the that back tank. That makes it tank. better. Oh, okay. Well, then, well, in that case. Okay. I, come on. Walking Dead fans know how many times they used the, the, the flushable toilet water, okay? Now, you find whatever liquor you can scrounge because it's the <laughs> apocalypse, you know, okay? Beggars can't be choosers. Um, and there's your apocalyptic Kool-Aid. And there is no ice. Unless it's like wintertime. And you can go outside and get, get an ice icicle. Snow. You can stir it with an icicle. There or you go. Stir it with an icicle. Um, speaking of which, we got uh, like between seven and nine inches of snow. I think it's almost closer to a foot in some places. I, I did too. I didn't personally go out and measure it. But yeah, guys, the Northeast got crushed. And I didn't have to be anywhere except for here tonight and clean the bar after this and be to work tomorrow. So I was like, bring it on, bring it on. And it was so cool. I, I, um, I went out and took a friend of mine hiking in the woods at oh, night. Oh my God, that had to be so pretty. It was beautiful and the snow was falling. We were well dressed for it and had boots and it was so quiet and it was so light because of all the of the snow. Yeah. Um, I mean, th it was cloud covered and everything, but it was, it was really cool. That was on my bucket list to do. I've been wanting to do that for like 13 years since I moved to that house. So, and now you did it. And I did it. Um, love to give a shout out to the Light of Life Mission in Pittsburgh. Um, they're currently doing 900 meals for the homeless. I just read that on the news. They yeah. are giving a gift card or a McDonald's, a McDonald's or Wendy's gift card, a hygiene kit, and winter accessories. Yep. So um, I don't think you know. Anyway, yeah, it's a great program. I love them guys. Um, they're over on the north side. Yes. I had the I had the um, um, pleasure of being there the other day. Really? Yes. Um, you, you you know our great governor. We're not going to go into that. Shut down the bars and restaurants. Mm -hmm. Well, my boss forgot to cancel the or bread order. So did you take it there? Um, as we were closing up the other night, there were eleven packs of Mancini's buns that were going to go in the dumpster because... Oh, don't, you know what? Don't even talk about wasting food like that. Okay, well, you listen. You know how that bothers listen, me? Listen, everybody at work knows I take shit... Well, I give it to my mom because it's over on the north side and I usually don't have time to do stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I drove down there the other day and I like... um The lady was like, 
she was so happy and she's like, you have no idea. She says, we're short on bread today. She says, we're going to, we're going to make bread today. Yeah. Oh, I just got the chills. And oh was, my God. That's so great. Again, you know, you do good for people and shit. It's, it makes me happy. I'm I sorry. love when stuff turns out like that. Yes. Oh, that is so awesome. Yes. Um, and my kids cleaned their room out and they had these, oh my God, size giant stuffed fish, like the biggest prize you could get at Kennywood. Stuffed fish, okay? What did you do with those? Well, see, on the way to my favorite campground, there's a guy that used to have a big-ass Finding Nemo fish until, like, it got sun-bleached and it exploded mm. in his yard. Okay. So I drove out there, and I left the three big, oh, my God, size fish, one with a, a Santa hat on it. And can you imagine coming home and pulling into your driveway, and there's these three big-ass fish sitting oh there? Stuffed fish. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, thanks to my bosses for letting me donate stuff, too, by the way. That's really awesome. A lot of places throw it in the dumpster right. regardless. Ugh. Nope. I, I don't Can't have it. it. You know what? Can't have it. Don't tell me that. Um, anyway, it's Peppuccinis in Oakdale. Feel free to patronize them. Their food is really good. I know. You and your mom have been eating a lot of it lately. We did two weeks in a row. Cool. Oh, and by the way, I texted you, me and you were texting the other day, mm -hmm. and I actually was like feeling a little good, and I did the hands raised in the air symbol and put, praise God, and then I realized what I did, and I was like, oh my God, I just creeped myself out, and you you lost it. I I just thought that was funny Yeah, seeing the hands up emoji coming from you was a little weird. Wasn't it? It was weird. I was trying to mix shit up a bit. Um, we're number 244 on Apple Podcasts in Saudi Arabia. All right. Hi, Saudi Arabia. Um, anybody there listening, contact us. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, now, do you remember Jim Baker? Oh, good Lord, how could we forget him? I, okay. Tammy Faye. Yeah, and Tammy The eyelashes. Faye. For anybody who's not in America, he was like this televangelist. Or depending on your age, too. Or depending on your age, he was this televangelist dude who got busted doing a lot of shit, right? Well, I found out what he's up to today. Would you like to find out what Mr. Baker is up to today? These people are always up to some weird stuff. They're always up to weird stuff. Okay, you ready? In 1987, word of a sex scandal involving Baker got out, and even more scandalous, it was discovered that the church gave his mistress $265,000 to keep quiet. Two years later, Baker was charged with fraud, conspiracy, and spent five years in jail. Now, you know what he's doing today? Oh, please tell me. The 80-year-old is selling his... Um, his his congregation a fake $125 coronavirus cure made of silver. Wait, how much? 125 bucks. And what is it? A little piece of silver? It's made of silver. Is there a picture or anything? It was just a news article. Oh, just like a okay. so um yeah, I'm I'm oh I'm not going to go back. So to he that. still has a congregation apparently. Oh my it God, says, yeah, your preacher sp spends five... Well, they're still pe praying for pedophile elder. You know that much. Oh, the to hear them little girls praying for pedophile elder to be released from prison breaks my freaking heart. Ooh. I want to throat punch people. Do you know that? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I talked to ex-member Nuke. Who is? Hey, he's an ex-member. He, he, he's, he's a really great guy. He lives down in um, Texas somewhere still. Okay. Um, he uh, said that there's a reunion planned for ex-members in the town. And that creeps me out even just thinking about it, okay? Seriously. Oh, wow. I wonder how many would actually go. My brain went, ooh, a reunion, let's go. And then the other half went, oh, shit, I don't want to get anywhere near that place. So. Oh, that could be very interesting. um, They plan on getting together and um, either renting like a floor in a hotel, Mm -hmm. something, group of rooms. Um, They do also want to be able to help anybody who wants to get out. Oh, nice. Uh, they're willing to, you know, go wherever, mm-hmm. help these people get their possessions, help them file whatever papers they need to file, anything. I'll keep you updated on whether I grow big enough panties to go to that or not. When is it? Sometime next year. I, I, I can't let the cat out of the bag. Gotcha, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. I, I, I can't let the cat out of the bag. I did not make you watch any videos today. No, you didn't. But you know what I found out? I think I might have mentioned this like earlier at some point. Did you know the cult has an app? What? The cult has an app. My cult has an app. For what? It is an app so you can go directly to basically like you can click on sermons. You can click on newsletters. You can click on little man's teachings. And it's all connected. It's all, con- I did not download it, but I looked, because I was like Googling. Oh, come on, download it. Hell no. Why? Well, see, I don't Do know. Do you think that they would know that you had downloaded that Who app? Who the hell knows? If you but, have an app, would you know if somebody downloaded your app? I don't know how that works. But from the looks of it, I don't think they've kept up with it, because you know how you can read like reviews of apps? There right. was a couple reviews in there. They were basically saying like, oh, no one's been you know on this for a while. No one's been on here yeah. for a while. But the pictures of it. We're like, just basically, I guess, a shortcut to their website. But the fact that someone designed an app for them. It could have been somebody in the cult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's kind of creepy in itself. We're going to head off to Penny Post real quick because there isn't too many to talk about. Um, Angela T. says, since I'm sure there's no pierogi festival again this year, here's a recipe. <gasps> Ooh. It's it. Uh, we used to call it Lazy Day Pierogies because it's made in a pan. Oh, like a lasagna type thing. L- like a lasagna type thing. Yeah. Um, and this is the full Monty that has mm. it's like loaded with cream cheese and chives and bacon bits. That's and... like a heart attack waiting to happen. Yes. Yes. It yes, looks yes. so good though. Um, and our friend Chris S would like us to know that um, the actual cult that I was in is mentioned on the latest episode of Creepy Caffeine. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of the podcast called Creepy Caffeine, but um, you guys might want to look it up. I got to look and see what they're all about. I love listening, like, names of new podcasts. It's like they've been out for two years and you've never heard of them. And they have, like, some really interesting stuff. Um, I have an interview planned for um, the beginning of next year. I told you... Um, with the, with the one guy who's a psychologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, th- they look forward to very much working with me. I mean, 
if you're a psychologist and you get to dive into somebody's brain. Oh, that's like Christmas morning. Come on. Will I feel violated? No. They, oh, they, God, they're going to be so excited. Will he give me advice? He could. If, yeah, if you're trained in that, absolutely. Well, he's a psychologist. Right. So, so absolutely they can give you advice. Or they could guide you in a certain direction. Guide me or mm-hmm. tell me where to go, right? Perhaps. Okay, now we had a question tossed out there because, see, I had to figure out what to talk about today because it's Friday. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have a sermon or anything else to look at from, you know, the crazies out there. Right. So I had to figure out what I was going to talk about. And I threw it out there um, about the rainbow colors on my socks, shit and oh, rainbows yeah, kind yeah. of day. Because their rainbow consists of four colors. Apparently, little man saw a rainbow, and it's part of the prophecies, okay? With four colors. For only four. Four, a four color rainbow, people. Rainbows only have four colors, and red plus blue equals 50. Right. If, if you're keeping up. Exactly. Now, did you find out what the colors represented? Ta-da! Is that what you're going to tell me? Um, yeah. I Nobody really got back to me. A couple people did say, and they really didn't know. They could look into it. I'm like, yeah, don't waste your time, right? But um, uh, a thank you, shout out to Rachel, who was, like, willing to, like, look for it. And me and her talk every so often. She was a really good friend of mine back then. And her and her family are doing well. I, I'm very happy for them. But would you like to know what the rainbow colors mean? Sure. Is red for blood? I, we're getting there. Uh, you can guess. That's what I'm guessing. Red is for blood. Okay. She actually didn't leave until all that long ago. So a lot of this is still really oh, fresh wow. in her okay. head. Okay. Um, and she found the answer for me. I mean, and she went and had to have looked this up because it's in the 14th book of Little Man Part Two, chapter six, verse four. Okay. Now, since then, of course, we saw the double rainbow with the same colors, that pinkish red. The only thing I can think of that might resemble is the blood in a person's body who's eaten pork or pork products. We were taken from that to the gold, which started us growing, the green, and then... Of course, we go into the purple now, which means royal kingdom. Verse 67, the green shows growing. It actually shows growing. The gold shows purification in this growth. The growth is the talking about is not growing bigger, taller muscles and what? so forth. It's talking about brain strength, growing in the strength of God. Okay, well, that told you what all the colors were about. Um, so apparently, when, the red one makes him think, think of, of the blood in a person's body who's eating pork products. Oh, because you know you can tell by someone's blood what they ate. He, he Come didn't, on. He didn't even give a biblical reference to what these colors mean. Is He's it, pulled out of his ass. Green means growing. Gold's purification. And now they're the perfect purple people. So... Oh, my God. Okay. I I thank you, my friend, for filling us in on that. Because, like, I told you, Cat sat in my basement as I'm doing laundry, and he spit out what each of the colors meant. 
And then I'm writing the show last week, and I texted him, and he, he played dumb. Like kids do, just to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Just to mess with you. Now, do you remember, is this what he told you? Oh, after she read it, yeah. It kind of like rang a bell. It clicked. Like, oh, yeah. It, it, it clicked. It clicked. Um, where are we going? I don't know, but that's so bizarre. The pink and red with pork. In somebody's blood. Oh, my God. Okay. Green shows growing. Gold shows purification. Yeah, boy, that was a difficult one, huh? The green is for growing. Well, uh, yeah. And the growth that they're talking about is growing your brain in God. Because we all know how your brain grows, right? Doesn't it, like, reach a certain bigness at some point? Is It, it would, like, crash. Like, your brain can't grow... Because there's like only a certain amount. Well, it's of like in your skull, space. right? So when you have pressure in your brain, that's when people. I have... mean, when you're a baby, it does. You know, like. Well, they got the... the growth plates and shit. Oh my god, these people. He's a doctor, Laura. That's, I know. He is a doctor. It's right in front of his name. How could you not see that? I know. Okay, now, um, where are we going? I I got off my ass today. And, and did what? A, a bunch of stuff. And I actually have like six bags of garbage to go to the garbage. Wow. Look at your eyeballs wow. pop open. I am not a hoarder. No, wait, is it actual garbage or is it stuff you're donating? Garbage. It's actual garbage. It's actual garbage. Like, I had one whole, oh my God, size garbage bag of clothing that I went. And it's not even donatable clothing. Like, I had 12 pa pairs of my Levi's 512s. Because mm -hmm. Levi's, they're all made the same. If you get the same size and this and that, right? But the ass is blown out of all of them. I mean... What the hell did you do? Wore them for 20 years? I, and you still kept them, even though they were unwearable? No, I blew them all out in probably the past five years. But oh, then my gotcha. grandma would fix them for me. Okay. So the ones with the ass blown out of them, I would keep for the denim so that when the knees blew out of them, she could patch the knees for me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because okay. those were my work pants. Gotcha. I threw like 12 pairs of them suckers away. Every one of them the ass was blown out of. <laughs> And stained work clothes and other assorted shit. I am not a hoarder. All right. Okay. Now, I did post stuff. Like I said, I got off my damn ass. Because um, I always say I'm going to post stuff and then it's the next week. And I'm like, oh, I didn't do it. I feel so bad. Um, now, I posted on there the um, screenshot I took of services where they're using the Simpsons. Yes. As proving <laughs> prophecy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay? Um, Ashley R., um, she, she just responded and she says, this doesn't appear a satire at all. And it's like, holy shit, if I didn't know this cult and I wasn't watching, I, I would have mm -hmm. thought that somebody told me, oh, yeah, this, this religious organization is using the Simpsons to prove their prophecies, I'd have laughed, wouldn't you? Oh, hell yeah. I'm laughing. I'm laughing right now. The cult is actually using the Simpsons to try and prove their prophecies. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, um, Mark J. actually 
I didn't use his first name. The first name he uses on Facebook Mm because it was like too specific. Okay. Um, But a Mark J, he actually watched their official sermon last week and he agrees that the hidden code search is nothing but bullshit. And dude, the fact that you watched their sermon, kudos to you. You deserve a medal because I can't really stomach that shit. Can you? Look who you're asking. <laughs> Hell now, no. I, I played the X-rated ones for you. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, well, we're going to have to get rid of that. See, I'm trying to use my iPad, and it's different than my other one, okay? Um, did they have anything for us? No, they had nothing because they haven't had any, there was nothing on the blog because they haven't had a sermon. No, but then when I was looking for that's when I found the app. Oh, and Ashley R. also said, I grew up in a very unhealthy religious indoctrination, and I found your podcast so relatable. I adore your all's humor and straight-up take. We love you, too. Heck yeah. So, um... You know what's so weird is, you don't have to be in a cult to be brought up with a lot of this crap. All you know? that shit's a cult. Come on. It, it it really, really is. I would like to thank everybody um, who is going to write to um, Nathan. He was a child member. He has joined the military. I posted his address on the I Got the Hell Out Facebook page because I cannot read an address like that on air. Oh, hell no. It would, it would be make, here for 10 minutes. There's dots, dashes, numbers. There's like five freaking lines and stuff. Yeah. So, um, anybody who, I, I mean, the child X members, I give them kudos for anything that they're attempting in life because they seriously have hell a disadvantage yeah. starting out. And what's funny is, is the handwriting. His mother was like a friend of mine. And she agrees that because the kids didn't have any real school, we were all homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Well, none of us are teachers. Come on. Right. Um, all of our children's handwriting looks like they're still in kindergarten. Well, First it's, grade, it's learning like to write. It really is. Yeah. It, you, that could pass as like a second grader. They're, and they time. never progressed past that because they should have been learning their letters and their numbers as soon as they could pick up a crayon. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, my kid knew his alphabet and how to read, but I really, and I mean, he could write, but I never made him write. Like we did practicing your shit in kindergarten and first grade and stuff. So, yeah. Um, Anybody who wants to write to him, there you go. It's on the Facebook page. Cult has an app. That freaks me out. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Okay, now I gotta find something else. Look, and I'm even using the iPad, which makes Look at you are like switching back and forth between your phone and your iPad. I'm impressed. Why thank you. Look at you go. I I I, I'm really trying to become technologically more okay. Um shout out to Chris S. Um she wrote to us and said Last night, I shared the dedication with Bob's Bobby's mom, Diana. 
We had a whole bar of Arbor Mist peach wine between us and a good crying fit. She was touched by your words. She also agrees he would have loved the song. Um, love you and thank you for everything. That was the song dedication we had last week. What? It, what That's oh. the app. They got a 4.8 out of 5. Oh, well, they only have 12 ratings, and I bet you they're all members. Oh, absolutely. Um, here's a review from three years ago. I love the live streams. Keeps me current with the teachings of the righteousness. Do you think that's a member? Teachings of the righteousness. Mm-hmm. This app is the best. I love this app. It's the only app you ever need. It's the only app mm -hmm. you will ever need. Yep. They only have... Yep, they only have a few ratings here. Just a few. Mm hmm. I'm looking here. It was it was created in 2017. 2017. And that's three years ago. Mm hmm. So... They have 12 ratings. That's not a hell of a lot of ratings. Mm -mm. Not a lot at all. I'm looking to see here. It contains. It says it contains live sermons. Prophetic word magazines and classes from the cult. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's see. The cult focuses on education and acquired knowledge in order to build faith and understanding. I. Okay. You got nothing. I I got nothing from these people. In all honesty, because it's just, it's ridiculousness. Now, does that look photoshopped? That picture. Like those signs on there? No, those signs are actually on the cult. That looks so fake. But they're there. Believe it or not, they're there. Um, remember we were talking... That's an old picture. Because, see, they have the buffaloes in the back. Okay. And he's not... And he looks rather healthy. And he's not wearing his purple Muppet suit. Um... Uh, Ex-member Nora says, um, they do sure quote Wikipedia a lot. I remember when I was there and I used to tell them that it was not a reliable source. <laughs> I learned that in college. What, the fact that you can go in and change it? If we used Wikipedia as a source, the paper we would have written was tossed out. Mm-hmm. And these people are quoting Wikipedia to prove prophecies. Wikipedia in The Simpsons, for crying out loud. Did you know Wikipedia, you can go in and change stuff? Oh, yeah. So they're using that as a source. Something that anyone can go in and make some shit up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm guessing so. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out to Melody and Ariel. Um, they're the ones that do the um, 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 leaving the lies, speaking your truth. Oh, okay. Um, it's a they use YouTube as their platform. Okay. Um, they use the Zoom meetings and they interview ex members. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Nuke called me today and he asked if I had saw Gary's. Saw what? Gary's interview. Oh, okay. With them. Okay, who's Gary? Gary is an ex-child member, okay? Um, Gary was only nine years old when his family joined. Um, I'm, I'm going to read you his intro, too, because he's the one that wrote his intro for this, okay? Okay. 
Now I have to, okay, wow, man, too quick with the finger there. That didn't sound right, did that it? That did not sound right at all. It did not sound right at all. Okay. Now for Gary's interview and when he posted this on his page, he wrote, this may come as a surprise to many of you. But both of my closer friends and family know that, to some extent, that I grew up in an Old Testament polygamous doomsday cult. I have a sister that still remains there to this day. It's not something that I talk about much, and very few know the details of my experience. I was there throughout my formative years, all through upper elementary, middle, and high school. All I ever wanted to be was a normal kid. So only a few of my very closest worldly friends had any idea at all about what I was dealing with in those days. I was always so ashamed about it. I tried to hide it the best I could, and even my closest cult friends had no idea about the life that I led out in the outside world at home. Years of basically living a double life that took a toll on me. I spent a lot of time and energy and killed a lot of brain cells to try and make myself forget and to try and ease my past. So a lot of the details are still a bit fuzzy, but a lot of it seems like it was only yesterday. The older I get, the more at peace I am with myself and the more I've learned everyone has a past. You can run from it or you can try to forget, you can try to erase it, you can try and drown it. In the end, it will consume you and it will always still be there. So the other opinion is to face it, accept it, learn from it, and move forward trying not to make the same mistake twice. I'm done being consumed by the past, being held captive in my own head by my own thoughts and inner turmoil. That place has destroyed so many lives, so many relationships, so many families. I refuse to be one of their statistics one of their victims, for one more second. The only way to take away a bully's power is to face them. Nothing can ever have control over you without your permission. No one can have power over you unless you allow them to have power over you. I am telling my story for the first time publicly. I have no regrets about doing it, but I am a little nervous about it being broadcast to the entire world, so please be kind. And he quotes Bob Marley at the end. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Um, it's a two-part interview. And, like, we were all breaking out the tears. Oh, my gosh. Um, Mel and Ariel were busting out in tears. Um, I'm busting out in tears because I, I know these people. I mean, Gary was a little boy when I got there. And not only that, we lived in South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. I told you right. when we started on this. I need a drink of beer. Hold on. All right. Oh, and Try. you got a really nifty wine cup. I know. My technician got me a wine sippy cup. So I can take my wine anywhere in the house. I don't have to worry about spilling it as I'm prone to do. Nice. I'm pretty excited about it. Now, um, I didn't get to watch... Another sermon from the freaks in the Mudhole Commune. Mm-hmm. But I did take the time today to catch up on some of the interviews from, again, Leaving the Lies and Speaking Your Truth. And I met Gary um, probably maybe 
10, 11, 12. I, I don't know how old he was when I met him. But Elder Pebbles' family was also from South Carolina. So we had Sabbath service with that family. Um, so I kind of know them. They were they were like some of the first ones we were introduced to. Now. So wait, did you say that they came when, when you were already there or vice versa? His dad was Elder Pebble. Okay. So when we went back to South Carolina, we got hooked up with them. Because when we went back to South Carolina, we were only like 15 miles away from them. Okay. Um, and he had his own little quote-unquote congregation that they would gather at his house. And we would listen to the week before's sermon because it was on Ugh. tape. Ugh. Okay. Cassette tape, no less. Come on. Ugh. $3 a tape, baby. $3 a tape for your salvation. But um, I, I urge everybody to go listen to his... Um, his interview, because some of it broke my heart, um, he talked about becoming a PA, which is a personal assistant, and you had to be of um, a certain age to actually be one. He was a junior, okay? Okay, to the elders, to one of the elders? To, yeah, to the okay. elders. Um, the PA's job is was basically... To run messages, to go give people things, to find where people are, okay? Okay. Um, they're little man's bitches, okay? Yeah, to, pretty much. I think he quoted it as saying they, they were little man's bitches. Um, he, he was trained in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Um, like I've told you that wow. security and the other PAs and people out there have been. He remembers being um, taught that education was worthless. That um, he actually, the family actually left the sisters home one feast so that they could go to their prom. Oh, wow. Um, because they were juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. And they, it was only going to be like the second or third feast. And they already knew that you shouldn't be going to school. Worldly school oh type God. deal. Let alone a prom. Yes. Um, from what I read you just now, he says he remembers putting on his feast face. And we've talked about that. He led one life with the cult when he was first to go for three times a year. And when he went home, he had to lead a different life. Um, he talks about his dad taking a very young new wife and spending 95% of his time at the new wife's house, but making his mother kick him out of her house. And that was the baby. That was her baby. Wait, he made what? Elder Pebble yeah. wanted first wife to kick Gary out of the house. Why? I Just to be a prick? Just to be a prick. Okay. Just to be a prick. Um, he talks about how he feels about multiple marriage. It is a very, very heartfelt, tearful episode. Um, I do suggest having a Kleenex or two on hand if you listen to it. That's so sad. You have nothing to say. That's so sad. Um... And he did have a message to his sister. and Who was um, still there, right? You yes. Said, okay. Yes. Um, he didn't call her by her culty name. So, and 
I, I've given her a message before, too, um, that Christy, if you're listening, there are dozens of people that will show up and get you the hell out of that place. Christy, I hope you're listening. Your family loves you more than you could ever freaking imagine. Um, Ariel, myself, uh, people that are around the area. I know people that would fly there. We would band together and storm the gates for you, girl. And don't ever let them tell you that your family doesn't want you. Um, we all want her out. She's been there since before I joined. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Um, Gary couldn't believe how long he has been there. Um, remember I tell you I ask everybody what their breaking point is? Yeah. Gary's breaking point had a lot of things, but the last feast he went to was the first time it was confessions. And how old was he, roughly? A teenager. When he left? Yes. Okay. 18, 19, 20, but he'd been there half his life. I was just going to say that it was, said he, he was, was there like nine. nine. Yeah, okay. But he said the confessions really got it to him, and... um one of the interviewers, um, I'm not going to say which one. Everybody else will know who it is. But she was a very high-ranking elder's wife. And she actually tells in this interview with Gary that the earliest first confessions, they were all secretly taped. Taped. Oh, so they can, like, get the goods on somebody? But they st- they have the evidence of somebody confessing oh to things. Are you really shocked? No, I do remember when I had to do confessions for the first time, they had their notebooks. They had, they were writing everything down. And here's the thing. They would ask questions. They would probe more into what I was confessing. And they wanted you to confess from your first memory. I took my brother's cookie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... A lot of the people that I've talked to think it's because they wanted that for blackmail. Oh, hell yeah. Um, things that you can hold over them. Um, oh, yeah. Just think of like what a place of power that is. If you have some like, juicy information on someone. I'm not going to mention any names, but I was a friend, friends with a lot of elders' wives. And... She sat in my trailer um, after it was lunchtime, and I don't. I, me and my sister in law used to take turns with kids, so we would have a break. And this elder's wife was like practically in tears, and we were doing shots in my trailer, like calming the nerves mm-hmm. shots, because of the things that people were confessing to her. There was more than one person wow. that confessed to smothering their baby. Okay. What? Yes. Holy shit. Laura, that's you. Why is somebody doing... I don't know. It's your phone. Uh, hello? It was a FaceTime, which I'm not going to answer. I don't know what the hell that was about. Sorry, Sorry guys. Sorry. Um, yeah, there was... She told me some very disturbing things. I would like to think that people made shit up like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get too graphic, but I'm, she, her breaking point that day, she said was 
when a single sister, who which means she's not married, right, admitted to using peanut butter and a dog in bad ways. <gasps> Why? What the heck? Do I really have to like explain it to you? No, I know what you're talking about, but just oh, well, well and they confessed that. Yes. Wow. Again, my friend was in tears that entire feast and would come to my trailer and drink. So wait, and wait, people were saying they smothered... A baby. A baby. Their baby. Maybe the baby was born with disabilities and they didn't want to right. deal with it. Or maybe they just... Or they were just too young. Want... And I'm not saying they smothered the baby while they were in the cult. Oh, it could have been it. Because you have to confess all the way back to, you know, I stole my brother's freaking cookie. Right. Gotcha. Oh, my God. But can you imagine, Laura, sitting there listening to hundreds of women confessing their every freaking sin? That would be horrible. That's like, that's a lot of stuff. That's, that's heavy. Again, oh I, I, I've just used those two examples. I could give you 20 more that would make your skin crawl, and I'm not going to do it. Um, no, please don't. But yeah, that was that was Gary's breaking point was the confessions because he's a he's late teens. He's almost twenty twenty one, and he realized the manipulation. Like as he was confessing, he no realized he it, put, or he just he just said that he put the 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 confessions off till the end of the feast a couple okay. days after, and he finally got roped into it and he started and he was like, you know what, I've enough of this. So, wow! Watch his um, his um 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 interview. Um, interview, yeah. On it's on YouTube. Um, we have, I guess, I have a message for somebody out there. Again, from somebody else. Yeah, okay. from somebody else. Okay, I gotta find this. Okay. I can't use any names at all, but I'm going to read something that comes from a dad that left. And their kid is still in there? Kids. Plural. Okay. Are still with the mother. There. At the, in cult. the cult. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm giving no names. I'm giving no ranks. I am giving nothing. Gotcha. Okay. Um... But you'll you'll understand at the end of reading this, he's hoping that the right person sees or hears this. Okay? okay. To a mother who would take the kids away from a father, and I am not talking about abuse. I am talking about a good father. A father who gives up his time to spend it with his children. A father who is hurting and asking more than a couple of times a day to see the kids. What does this say about you as a mother? What are you teaching your children? Why? What does this mean to the children who actually want to go with their dad and beg for him to pick them up? You may have your different opinions, but this does not make it okay for you to hide them, block calls, text, and ignore messages. Put yourself in this father's shoes. This father can't sleep, doesn't care to eat to the point that he's lost 30 pounds in six weeks from the stress cries when no one's around and even when people are. Because of the pain and worry for my kids. Who do you think you are that you can run off with these kids? 
Please reconsider what decision you are making and how this is affecting the children. Please repost. I hope the right person sees this. Oh, my God. Um, I know a little bit about the situation that's going on. I'm not at liberty to talk about it. But, hey, messages are flying through the podcast here. That's right. I, I have no no question. I have no idea if the bitch I love to hate got, got the message we, we sent her from Jem. Um, uh, she probably did. But I'm telling you, I, they don't play fair out there. Like, Kenny, I was threatened by Kenny when all the shit was starting and he knew I didn't want to be there. And he basically told me that I could try and run away with his kids, but he would hunt me down and find me. There is plenty of places he could bury my body and he could hide those kids on the compound and they'd never be found. Well, that's spoken like a man of God, right? Very godly man, okay? Um, Kenny was always out to fucking hurt me. And we had, with any divorce, you make deals, okay? I didn't want my kids out there for the feasts. I didn't know if it was going to turn into a Jim Jones. Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't want them out there. And I wouldn't back down from that in the divorce. So, instead of Kenny getting them holidays, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Because those holidays mean nothing to him. And I don't want them to go to the feast. I offered up, he gets them for the summer. Oh. I get them for one week after school is ended. Mm-hmm. And they must be returned one week before school starts for the next semester. Okay. So however long that is. That way, if I want to do something with them, I have the beginning of the summer, that one week. And then at the end of the summer, I have that one week to get them ready for school, back into a routine, mm -hmm. school clothes, the whole nine yards. Girl, he took them. And for an entire month, I didn't know where my children were. Oh my God, I can't even begin to imagine. He wouldn't answer my Holy calls. shit. He wouldn't answer my calls. He wouldn't answer my texts. Nothing. Like, four days into this, he just texts me and says, don't bother trying to look for where we are or something. He's like, we're not in the state anymore. He left the state. Holy hell. And I'm like thinking, okay, he left the state. What if what if he's in an accident and he's killed? Mm -hmm. Who the hell are they going right. to contact right. because my kids survived? Um, I was helping um, CPS at that point with um, the man named Andy that I've told you about. And I called him freaking out. I'm like, I don't know where my kids are. I don't know where my kids are. Kenny took them. And he's like, do you mean kidnap took them? Or, and I'm like, no, it's the custody agreement. And he said that, unfortunately, I don't have any right in the world to know where my children are for the entire summer while Kenny has them. It's not my business. That is so messed up. Oh, my God. Can you imagine handing no. Sam over to her no. father? No. And not speaking to her for the whole summer? 
And then trying to contact him for whatever reason, and there's no answer. No, all, I, all summer oh long, God, no. all summer long, calling and texting, and him never picking up, never answering. And the day came when I was supposed to get him back, and we go to the sheriff's department to swap kids. And of course, I'm there a half an hour early because I'm hyperventilating. Right? Are they coming back? Where are they? The only solace I had in this was the cult is here. Kenny has to come mm, right. back here. And even if I didn't, if he, even if he didn't bring them back, I had till the next feast when I was planning on getting the Army, National Guard, helicopters, the whole nine mm -hmm. yards, and storming the compound and searching every building, everything, until I got my kids back. Thankfully... That didn't happen. Um, but I when I picked them up from their dad in the parking lot, both of my children were wearing T-shirts and hats from Nevada. Wow. Okay. I, I don't even really think I would have thought to look for them in Nevada. So what was, like, what was, what were they like after all that time with him? Normal like kids. were they were they excited to see you or I like did they, they have like, any clue? Oh yeah, they were five and seven. Dad probably made it fun. You know Bought what I mean? Stuff. Oh yeah, and they're away from mom. They're in another state. The prob and the the fact that they were even in another state lets Kenny bend the rules a lot. He could have been feeding them unclean food, taking them to oh that's right parks, that's right the whole nine yards. Um, which, you know, he did, you know, he did. I, I don't know. I think they weren't did. having ice cream somewhere. Could have been. You know, they were. I have so many things I want to say and I can't. <laughs> um, I do love when, um, ex-members post their old cult pictures. Uh, thank you out to Eleanor. Um, she posted dozens of pictures and it was nice to look through them. Um, see the child ex-members going, oh my God, I look so young. I'm sure Sammy does the same thing when you show her pictures of... Oh my God, anytime something pops up anywhere like, you know, six years ago, this is what she posted or whatever. She's just like, oh my God, look what I look like. And she's so tiny in those old pictures. I, She's still tiny. <laughs> she's smaller than I am. Which, you got a tiny daughter. I do. You do, you do. I had so much more to get into tonight, but look at this. I only did one page. I, I'm not going to be able to cover... I, I mean, this is some massive shit over here, so... Um, save it. I'm going to save it for, for next week. Well, um, no, next week we're not recording. It's Christmas. Well, we can f try and figure it out if there's a day somewhere in there. Okay. Somewhere along the way. Okay. I'm flexible. Okay. You're flexible. All right. We'll figure something out. Um, every single member that has been interviewed um, on Leaving the Lies, Speaking Your Truth, at the very end, every one of them is in tears talking about how they are willing to help anybody who wants to fuck out of that place. Call me. Text me. I, even if you don't know me and you're hearing mm -hmm. this, I will help you. I will put you in touch with somebody that's going to help you. Um, 
And in watching these interviews, I am reminded of their voices. I'm reminded of stories and memories that I really don't, because you can't remember everything. And then have somebody ever been telling you a story and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. So it brings back memories and other things for me also in being able to do that. God, I have so much more and we have five minutes left. Usually I'm struggling to finish <laughs> shit. Look at what a good job I did. Well, tell, tell a part of it like in a condensed version. Um, okay. Let, I can finish a couple things. Okay. Um, Tony C has been having some problems. He is the one that left the Mormons. Remember, he's like a oh, yeah. great, great, okay. great, great, great descendant of the Mormons. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so what's going on with him? He's having some problems. I'm not getting into those problems. Um, but he did let me know that the FLDS, mm-hmm. they they have this thing called the sweet spirit. What the hell is that? It's called keeping the sweet. Sounds kind of good, don't it? Oh, it sounds creepy. Okay, FDLS members and former members have their own understanding of the phrase. Um, keeping sweet means to swallow your pride, swallow emotions, suffer silently regardless of what concerns you might have, don't show any emotion, don't rock the boat, don't make any trouble, don't ask questions, don't criticize, don't find fault. Girls should accept the polygamous lifestyle and the men's wishes without complaint. Don't flinch when you're told to do something that doesn't feel quite right. Just be nice and don't complain because complaining disturbs the spirit of God. And finally, be immune to gloom. My head's going to explode. Oh my God, you look like you're going to explode. What? That is the biggest bunch of bullshit. Oh my God, everything that you just read, like every sentence is so dangerous. Oh my God. I'm... Suffer in silence. Accept the what is it? Accept polygamy. Accept everything oh that they God. fucking throw at you. I wow. be immune to gloom. Be immune to gloom. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Anyway, um, I wow. What was that called? The sweet what? Oh. Oh, did you already? Go? Oh, never mind. Don't I didn't. I didn't get rid of it. It's called um, um. Keep sweet. Keep sweet. Keep, Keep sweet by letting anybody do whatever they want to you. Okay. I'm imagining so. Um, but I told him that he needs to break that power over him. He needs to learn to rework his thoughts and try and figure out. Because you can't let people step on you. You can't let people take advantage of you. You can't do all these things and be happy. See, he left his cult, Mm -hmm. but the problems that he's having is he has some people that are doing whatever the hell they want to him that's not right. Because he's used to having it happen. Yes. And to everybody out there, there is nobody on this planet that deserves to be hit. There is no reason to hit somebody. And if I'm telling you, if you're a girl and you hit a dude, you deserve to be shoved You deserve to be pushed away. I don't care if your ass hits the floor or you hit a wall. You laid hands on somebody else. 
um, my ex sister in law used to beat my brother in law. Didn't find that out till years later. Wow. He now knows jujitsu and a whole shit ton of other stuff because when they divorced, he never wanted another woman to be able to lay hands on him. And he said that it was embarrassing. How do you talk to people mm. that your wife is beating you? That would have to be more difficult than like the other way around because it's it's difficult enough to I mean, that's just such a a situation where it's very difficult to talk about. Then you throw the whole like um what the hell's the phrase I'm looking for? He he's supposed to be the head of the family. Right, just oh my gosh. Hey guys, here it is. Cheers. But um yeah, um Everybody out there, I need you to be a warrior. Fight for what you believe in and never hold back. Fiercely go towards your dreams with boldness and lust. Hold your ground in the face of conflict. Knock down them barriers with courage and grace. Don't give up when you find yourself face-to-face -face with an obstacle. Instead, continue forward with any way you can. Keep the fire in your heart burning strong and don't ever let your flame fade away. Remind yourself that what you're fighting for is worth it. And remember that you will overcome everything that comes your way. Because you're beautiful, my friend. You're a warrior. True? Nicely said, yep. Um, I really did have a lot more. Hey, look, I'm half written for next week. Oh, there you go. I'm excited. Um, anybody who needs help, you know, me and Laura are always here. We're always willing to talk with anybody help anybody out um know your self-worth guys because a history of trauma can give you a high tolerance for emotional pain and other things and just because you can take it doesn't mean you have to tony just because you can take it and what you were taught to believe you have to figure out to put how to put peace in your life and and it's a process it is not something that can be done overnight oh that shit is yeah such a difficult process but if you're moving in that the right direction, keep going. Um, keep going. You can't join a gym and expect to lose all of the weight that you gained over years. Right. Or expect a ripped body within a week, ever ha having not exercised for years. And I still constantly work on the mental aspects of it. Me and you have talked about mm -hmm. that. So, um, you got anything to add? No. Um, anyway, guys, please send us your questions, your Kool-Aid recipes, or if you just need someone to talk to, we have many ways to get a hold of us. Um, if you want a souvenir postcard, just write us at P.O. Box 284, Oakdale, PA, 15071. Um, if it's the only way to try and get help for you, you can write us snail mail and we will do the best that we can to help you any way we can. Anything we're here. To add. We are we're here. we're here, guys. Life is shitty, and what I like to say, we're the toilet paper. No, we're not the toilet what? paper. Where the hell no? No. <laughs> well, we just want to help people out of shit. Are we the septic we'll men? The... We're the plumbers. We could be the plumbers. We're the plumbers. Uh, we're the plumbers pulling you out of the shit. We're the hole. plumbers of life. Plumbers of life, guys. <laughs> Um, anyway, this has been Deb <laughs> and Laura, and we'll talk to you again <laughs> soon. Bye.